We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hi, everybody. It is Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you with a... Oh my gosh, it's Sunday night, and the week that is in front of us is is probably like potentially the most daunting week in like basketball coverage history. I mean, is that outlandish, Josh? Like I can't <laughs> I don't we, even know what to do with my hands. We're getting trades, draft, and free agency basically over the course of what the next ten days, like all of that's yeah. gonna happen and all the yeah. major movements gonna happen uh which normally that stuff is spread out like a month or so so or at least a couple weeks so uh this will be fun i guess it's it's interesting so so in order the nba's transaction window is now uh it's either open tomorrow or it's like open right now it's kind of foggy but you're getting all sorts of reports from real news people where Players are allowed to opt into their team or their player options if they want. Uh, teams can start moving players. Uh, one of my favorite things that is possible with this NBA season is that they might, the, they're, for some reason, they decided to keep the trade thing for when you sign free agents at like December 7th or December 10th, something like that. So in theory, you could sign a free agent and trade them off your team before they even play a game since the season starts December 22nd. Oh my gosh, um, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they really and then, that day? I think that's what I read today, and it could be wrong because there's just a lot of tenuous info out there. Then on Wednesday at, I want to say, 7 o'clock Central Time is when the NBA draft starts. The Mavericks pick. 18 and 31 and the finer points of that mean 
that if they were involved in any sort of transactional thing, they have to make the pick for whoever they would end up trading to, which, you know, the Mavericks are tight-lipped as is, and I don't think we'd hear anything, but we're really not going to hear anything because I think that that violate, you know, they're not allowed to trade draft picks and back-to-back drafts. It violates the Stepien rule. But in this, like, draft day trading is kind of, you know, getting around the spirit of that. And so we have a lot, like, that could potentially branch out from the draft stuff. And then Friday at 6 p.m. is when teams are allowed to start signing free agents. But we even saw today, because the Lakers are the le- are just a leaky ship, that they, you know, also, there's just all sorts of intentions of who might be going where kind of already. And it's just a fire hose of information. And, you know, for you and I, I made you get online here tonight just because I kind of wanted to talk to somebody about this. <laughs> you know, it was normally I, I really like covering the Mavericks, but when it comes to new stuff, I, it's a very mixed blessing because we just don't hear things until it happens. Like news doesn't get out. And I wanted to talk about that for a minute because I think it's, it's, you know, Brad Townsend of Dallas morning news was getting, you know, a little bit persnickety online because you know, he talked about how he only reports what he can report. And it's just so interesting for me. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Because it means we don't have to like deal with speculation for you know three to four days. It's just nothing. It's a big blank slate, and you know the, the flip side of that is it allows us to kind of project our worries into the lack of information <laughs> where we start to get upset about things that ha- haven't even happened yet. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. So where are you with all this? Uh, I don't know. It's it's business as usual because I'm just so used to it by now in terms of the just the secrecy and and the fact that we really just don't know too much. Actually, I would argue that we probably have more Mavs related off season stories in the last two to three weeks than we had. I feel like the you know the the weeks leading up to last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, last summer was just insanely quiet outside of uh, some reports that were obviously outside uh source outside of the mavericks you know just rival gms and, and and different agents just trying to use the mavericks as the boogeyman who which is we've come to expect but like you know brad townsend had that report talking about how everyone's basically on the table except for luke and kp uh and when brad's reporting that that's not you know brian winhorse talking to another gm you know you can trust that brad is talking to someone in the mavericks for to get a story like that so that was already like a change of pace in terms of knowing what's what's going on. So uh, it's it's weird, you know. I feel like there's been a little bit more, but then the Mavericks bar for for information that we know about their offseason movement is not that high. So like it's a lot for us, but like I'm sure Lakers fans are like, what? Uh, or you know, it's just not that. It's just not that much. But we we find ways to get around it, and and I think we do we, we do the best that we can. I think we're pretty. We're just pretty used to it by now, you know, like that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. And it might be, you know, since, since, you know, you and I took over running the site, this might be just me being in my own head a little bit, but it really does feel, you know, I've been, I've been begging the staff to write free agency profiles just of people that they might be interested in signing or really guys that they want to write about. And nobody's doing it because there's so many other things to write about, like (laughs) with, you know, free agency is the (laughs) Right. Free agency is the furthest thing away. And we've been doing draft stuff for a while. Great draft coverage are really, you know, you and I are are the furthest thing from draft Knicks, but it's, it's been fun, you know, reading about the potential guys that are in the range. So I'm really, 
I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. And Wednesday is just the sort of place where we're either going to walk away. It's going to set the tone for the remainder of the way this goes, because if they, I, I very much, I very much hope the Mavericks use both picks. I I hope they use both picks. I think that, and, and you know, understand when I say that, that means they would hold on to Delon Wright because I, I don't think they're going to be able to move on from him without giving up an asset. And I just, I want them to have, I like the potential that comes with draft picks. A lot of our fan base is not of that ilk because the Mavericks have told our fan base that the draft doesn't matter. Um, so I just, I want, that's what I want. And and granted, the, the thing to remember with all this, guys, is that nobody cares what we want. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, we just kind of talk out into the void. But I just... I really hope they use both guys because I like talking and seeing, you know, what the Mavericks can do with actual honest to goodness guys with pedigree. And I feel that the way this draft is shake shaping up to be that there's going to be some depth picks in the, you know, the, the, the 15 to 35 range. And, and I could be wrong, but it seems to be that's the consensus of guys who could be in your top eight or top nine. And that's what the Mavericks need right now. They need, talent and depth so that that's where i am with wednesday do you have any sort of expectations on that on that level uh well it went that'll wednesday will be like the night that we'll know like i think it's what you were kind of alluding to like they have to make the if they want to trade any of their first round pick this year since they owe next year's and they uh traded away last year's they have to make the selection before they trade it uh, so, you know, we won't, you know, if the, if the Mavericks are up to something with that moving that draft pick, we will probably know by, you know, the end of Wednesday night. Uh, and if not, then, you know, then we'll see. So there's a lot of moving parts. Cause really it honestly feels like draft night. It's not it, you know, there's, there's going to be more time, but free agency is, is slim pickings, uh, this mm. summer combined with the fact that we, it's a very weak free agent class in the first place. And then the second place, the Mavericks just don't have a lot of cap space really, especially, you know, if Tim Hardaway jr. And everyone that they have with player options opts in, uh, there's not really much for them to do outside of the mid-level exception. And that's basically going to get you one veteran role player for the most part. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So their opportunity for doing something big this uh, offseason is going to be through the draft and through trades. So I think, you know, Wednesday night, we'll see. We'll get a good indication. And, man, I I just want them to take Desmond Bain at 18 and and leave me alone. Like, just just do that, and I won't yell, and I won't won't get upset. Uh, I feel like that. Like you said, there's definitely it's not a top heavy draft, but there seems to be a lot of guys that can contribute to the at the end of it. Just from the experts we've talked to and we've been reading, and, and the little that we've seen, or at least I've seen. Uh, so I, I just want them if they if they use these picks to free up cap space, or if they use these picks to take someone that they can stash or, you know, something like that. That's really going to, I mean, frankly, that that'll piss me off. Uh, that's what, like, that's my doomsday, like worst case scenario. Like sure. I just want them to get guys that they think that they're going to use. Uh, or if not, you know, if they make a trade, but I'm so bad at predicting trades. Me so, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I can't say like, Oh, you know, they should do this. I, I don't know. Uh, I just, I just want them to do something with it. That's not, 
uh, this is a 2021 move. Is basically right. that's my that's my level of expectation for right next week. Well, it's funny. We'll have a piece coming out, and so in the second half of the week, and I do want to talk about kind of what our posting schedule might look like in terms of content, just for the the loyal listeners that we do have. But one one of our staffers is going to write a piece about the Mavericks depth chart, and I don't want to say the depth chart is bleak because when you have Luka Doncic, it's not exactly bleak, but it's just peculiar at the moment with what sort of lack. It's just incredible when you see it on paper to understand just how much Luka Doncic makes up for their holes and Porzingis as well. But Porzingis is likely to start the season on the, he's not starting the season. He had knee surgery and it's going to take, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect him until, you know, mid January kind of at the earliest. Um, And it's just, when you see the depth chart laid out, they they have to make some. The way they fill these these holes is going to be very interesting because the Mavericks have done so well for the past ten years making you know chicken salad out of chicken shit, but that was more palatable when they weren't on the upswing. It was now that they're capable of being as good as we think that they can be moves like last offseason are very frustrating. And I, I understand what you're talking about in terms of just wanting them to do something that isn't, you know, treading water uh, because, you know, you and I were so angry on the first night of free agency last year, and we were right to be because the Mavericks crapped the bed. They wasted one of the off seasons for Luca's rookie year. And that's a thing that I don't want to beat to death but I think deserve you know the Mavericks should acknowledge this at some point. Like they should acknowledge that they didn't do a good a job as they could have. And everyone around the team, including some of the media that covers Dallas, is so defensive of this stuff. And I don't know, that just annoys me because it's not you know we're doing the coverage, but it's okay to say that they made a mistake and that they're trying to figure it out. Um, sometimes moves just don't work. Right. And and yeah. now is the opportunity to start not necessarily riding the ship because, again, they made the playoffs. They did what they were supposed to do. But they 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 need to do something to kind of shore up where they're going, because the West is is going to be pretty rough this year. Yeah. And really, you know, I guess our final statement on the 2019 offseason doesn't happen until 2021 is done because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hey, if the the seas part and the and the, the clouds the sky opens up and Giannis <laughs> comes down in a ray of of light into Dallas you know what it's going to be ah oh, this is the plan the whole time you know we didn't make a move in in 2019 because it was Giannis baby it was Giannis the whole time we had it in the bag so we can't really you know and you know we can't really I can't have a qualm with that you know if they get if they get Giannis or if they get another you know huge move in 2021 so that's when I'll be able to make like my final judgment but you know me and you we kind of we kind of know what the odds are for that kind of stuff, but yeah, I just, Luca is good. And Luca is an MVP level player right now. And the idea of just kind of biding time till you can kind of cash in all your chips. I understand it because, you know, you don't want to saddle your roster or saddle, you know, uh, increase your cap space with, with guys that might not work out. You know, you don't, you don't just want to, sign guys to sign guys but there, mm-hmm. i feel like there has to be a middle ground in between that because 
you know, like you said, he's on his rookie. Con- you have an MVP level player on a rookie contract, and that is a rare occurrence. That is not something that happens very often. I mean, even Dirk, I don't think anyone would say he was an MVP by, you know, a top yep. three MVP player by the time his, his rookie year was done. Like it just, it is such an exceedingly rare thing in the NBA. Like it's kind of like once in a generation kind of guys that do that. So you just gotta, they have a precious opportunity to do something. And I understand that, you know, they don't have a lot of cap room Free agency kind of stinks in terms of the freedoms available. So I understand that there's not like a ton of moves to make because trades are so, you know, you don't have trades. That's not in your control. You know, you got to be opportunistic and find the right team and the, and the right player and, and the right situation going South that you can take advantage of all that stuff. But as long you know, I just hope that they, you know, we know that they're trying and that's what drives us crazy is we don't really see that. So if things go quiet and they kind of just trade their picks away and they don't get any, you know, they're getting cap space back, you know, for all we know, there's like three or four trades that they have that could fall through. We just don't hear about it because that's just how the Mavericks operate. So right, that's like the frustrating part is we just want them to try. Like we just want to see the effort, but the Mavericks do not show their work uh, no. deliberately. So, so it just makes it tough for us to talk about it. But then again, like you said, no, no one cares what we think. Yeah, yeah, we're just kind of here to get our feelings out. Well, I didn't want to keep you too long tonight, but I did sort of want to go over our our kind of what is is going to be coming the next several days. So by the time you hear this, it'll be Monday morning uh, is, is at least when it'll go up. And we'll have a couple more uh, draft profiles. We'll, I'm going to write a post tonight if I can summon the energy about you know, just kind of some key dates, because when you see the schedule as a whole, it's kind of nuts. Tuesday, uh, we have a, a free agency post on on Bogdan, Bog, Bog, yeah, how do you, Bog, Bog, I can't say his name, good lord. Um, the, the other king, uh, shooting guard, but it's going to be on the free agency market. Um, I know, I just, I don't want to butcher his name tonight, I'm too tired. Uh, Wednesday is probably going to be nuts, uh, in terms of the draft. We'll have, you know, mock round, uh, mock draft roundup post, uh, what we do the night of the draft will really be dependent on what happens, obviously between news. I expect you and I will either hop on with each other or we'll get one of the, the people who have been working so hard on draft stuff to kind of talk about their reactions to things. Thursday will be, you know, kind of surveying the the results of the draft you know from the staff maybe write some any anything about some of the the new player or players that the Mavericks have as a result of the draft whether it be through trade or just you know the draft itself um I still hope to get some free agency profiles up of guys that we might like but it's just it's really difficult and the free agency list when you kind of look at it is hilariously putrid it is so (laughs) when you asked me to put together the spreadsheet last week i was like all right and then i looked and i was like man half of these guys like this isn't this isn't a good list as is and half of these guys are player options that are probably dropping in which makes it even worse right like i wrote about gordon hayward because i wanted to write about gordon hayward and i in my opinion just not to get too tangential he's the sort of like idea of what the Mavericks want when it comes to a secondary playmaker like he's a guy that fills in so many different gaps but doesn't he's really efficient but he's not flashy and 
obviously he's not going to be a Maverick. And, you know, instead I'm going to have to deal with people telling me how Jalen Brunson is that guy and he's already on the roster. And I just, I'm not interested in hearing that from anybody anymore. Um, <laughs> then on Friday, you know, we'll, oh, God, Friday feels so far away. We Friday will, for uh, <laughs> we'll just, we'll have free agency news as it happens. <laughs> and then I bet just because, you know, nobody in America should be going out and doing anything. We will probably hop on another podcast to discuss what happens, you know, late in the dead of night. And then we'll just kind of take it from there. Yeah. And yeah. maybe we'll, I mean, would you say we should do <laughs> free agency? So weird because the Maverick, there's like, if the Mavericks do something, I feel like it's not, it's not going to be through free agency. So it's mm-hmm. really hard to preview. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like we did a big free agency preview podcast last last summer. Should we do that again? But then it's like, it'll be maybe 15 minutes about saying, uh, which guy do you want for the mid-level? <laughs> that's I do idea. have, you just gave me an idea and I don't want to spoil it. So we'll take it off the air. And, but I do think we might have something maybe going into Friday day, uh, just you and I talking because it, it it's, it's a good idea. Well, that's all we have for tonight. I really only wanted to be short. We appreciate everybody who's been listening. Uh, if you could go to, you know, your various podcast apps, search for the Mavs Moneyball podcast and rate and review us. Those sort of things are very helpful in terms of getting, you know, uh, people who just, you know, it seems strange, but a lot of people just like search Mavs podcast and those sorts of things help boost us up in the rankings, which then means more people listen, which means we will then record more things. So yeah, I don't really have uh, much else. I want to talk to you about the Xbox, but I am too tired tonight. So I think, I think we're going to pivot to that. Um, that Let's... Tetris game is the weirdest. Like I've oh, never so felt good. so old. So I feel good. I felt ten thousand years old playing playing the Tetris game. It was like oh, I, I felt I'm... hallucinatory. It was amazing. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been uh, Kirk and Josh, and we will uh, see you all out there. Everybody, have a good week. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, Just go to cars.com. It's magical. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.